Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. Back off, man. They're scientists. Mitch and the Professor. Featuring special guest Daniel and Dustin from CoinFlip ATM. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto Campfire Podcast. This is the Professor. And Mitch. And today we're talking with Daniel and Dustin from CoinFlip ATM. Before we start talking to Daniel and Dustin, let's take a look at the crypto news from the Crypto Gent. Thanks, Professor. Hello, Crypto Campfire listeners, and welcome to the Cryptocurrency News in a Flash with a Crypto Gent. New Jersey Governor signs bill to establish blockchain task force. Ripple CEO says MoneyGram using XRP is a great bigger deal than Facebook's Libra and Coinbase's professional platform to begin listing process for Algorand token. That's the cryptocurrency news in a flash with a crypto gent. Back to you, Professor. Thanks a lot, crypto gent. So, Mitch, what's up? <laughs> what's up? What You're is excited, it, aren't you? man? Oh, <laughs> Surprise podcasts are always wonderful. Excited? Right? Am I ever not excited? Seriously. I don't, I mean, podcasts and all that just adds to the fire, right? Yeah, man, that's so, true. That's true. So, like, so, uh, today, I didn't tell you really how this happened. So, um, yeah, lay it on me. I'll lay it on you and let everybody else kind of know what's going on, too. So, we're sitting there in the Twitter group this morning, and I see all of them talking about how Daniel followed them on Twitter, and they're all so excited that the coin flip CEO <laughs> followed them on Twitter. So, I got to look this guy up. So, I went, reached out. Here we are. We are doing a podcast now to learn a little bit more about CoinFlip and a little bit more about Daniel and Dustin and how they got into this whole thing. So, Oh, that's yeah, sick, dude. Yeah. I mean, the coincidences of shit like that happening right now, you know, it's just so, it's so crazy. I mean, seriously, it's just like, boom, 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 done. Let's do it. So today, Clint <laughs> threw out a tweet like he always does, you know, and this thing was pretty hot. So I'm like, you know what? Piss on this. So I, I retweeted it and I retweeted it with a comment and I tagged um, CZ, I tagged Tommy Mustache, I, I tagged uh, John McAfee, I tagged Janice, I tagged Snow's Crypt, I tagged all these people and I'm like, okay, come on guys, spread the freaking love. I, I tagged Justin's son, I mean, Justin Vendetta, <laughs> get the shit out there. This is about crypto, this is what we're all about. Fuck your single project, forget, you know, just being you. <laughs> But get into the freaking movement, will you, people? And retweet this shit for us. So I put it out there. I put the challenge out there. If you guys see it, retweet it. And let's put these guys on call. Come on. You're a part of this community. You're actually a larger part of this community than most people want to admit. So get your butt in there and retweet this stuff. It's good stuff. So what right? you're telling me is that we have CZ coming on the podcast, right? You made that happen? I'm working it. I'm telling <laughs> it ain't happened yet, but it's gonna. I you're promise good. you that. Man, I'm really looking forward to it. So without further ado, let's grab uh, Daniel and Dustin here and uh, see what they got going on. Daniel, Dustin, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's good to have on. you on here. It's kind of a, a coincidental meeting, and I'm really looking forward to it because sometimes those are the best ones. True. True. So uh, let's start. Before we get into CoinFlip and, and what you have going on there, I'm kind of curious how you both got into the crypto space. When, when did you get in? Let's start with you first, Daniel. When did you get in uh, and how? Sure. So the first time I ever heard about Bitcoin in general, it was in 2013, around the time of the Silk Road seizures, because that's like the time that it came into the news. Mm -hmm. um, after that, I kind of like started researching it a little bit. I'm like, okay, this is more than just something to buy drugs with online. And I'm just like, all right, I got to get my hands on some of this stuff. 
So I actually used the first ever Bitcoin ATM in Chicago to purchase my first Bitcoin. It was at Cassavo's, an empanada place in Wrigleyville. That's me. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you've been in here for quite a long time then. I've been here. I'm out here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sweet. So, so how, <laughs> what, what was your first impression of crypto back then? Like I got in in 2017 at the very end. Like, I mean, I heard about, it. I started mining a little bit in 2016, but I never really got into the community and, and kind of forgot about it shortly after for a little while. Then it hit 20 grand and I was like, okay, well, I should probably pay attention. So <laughs> when I came in, it was obviously crazy. There was a whole lot of new people. It was just a psychotic space. It still is kind of a psychotic space. What was it like back then? Um, back then, I mean, it was way more disorganized. You know, there was no Chicago blockchain meetup. Um, <laughs> there's no, you know, coin to get onto Coinbase probably took like eight weeks, you know, mm-hmm. um, the price was a lot lower. So that was cool. And, you know, just in general, like it was more of a, it was more tight knit maybe back in the day, but now it's really taking the form that I would hope to see back then because now people are on the same page. Um, I think obviously there's going to be disagreements in the space. True, but people are on the same page with advancing it. And I think that just crypto Twitter has blown up since then. Like, you know, there's now billionaires that have made their you know, claim to fame investing in Bitcoin. I just think the space is way more robust than I did not expect it to happen that quickly. You know, even just in the short time I've been here, the things that have happened at the speed that they've happened is just wow. blowing my mind. It's crazy Bonkers. how fast this thing is. Bonkers. And then Justin, uh, cool story. Yeah, I was going to say, so Dustin, I, I know I kind of looked at your Twitter a little bit and it sounds like your account got locked and it had to start a new one. So you don't have a whole lot of history there, but it sounded like you've been in crypto almost just as long, if not longer. So uh, yeah. Um, um, Why'd your Twitter get banned? My Twitter got banned actually because I quit it back in 20. 20- 12 and I was not 13 years old yet. So <laughs> policy. Um, so I just finished high school this year, actually, but I've been in crypto since freshman uh, sophomore year. Um, and then I got into crypto and crypto ATM specifically because um, as someone who's under 18, it's kind of hard to um, buy crypto because I don't have a bank account. And when I did, they actually banned me because I was using, because I was um, buying crypto with my bank account. So my only resort was like Bitcoin ATMs. Was coin flip. Yeah, exactly. Was coin flip. Um, so then later on, I was like, I love what they're doing, especially for the people who do not have a bank account. And I'm not like the only one. Like I'm sure other people don't have bank accounts for personal reasons or um, reasons that are similar. So then. I decided to get into CoinFlip. Um, previously, I did. Um, I was always super into entrepreneurship and especially crypto and Bitcoin because it allows like anyone to create. It allows anyone to be in the field. It's really open. People are about liberty and like self freedom, and I feel like that's something I could really relate to. True. Another thing that really stood out to me about Dustin during his interview was that he said he, uh, back in his day, he made 17 racks flipping Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards, man. I remember back in, 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 well, not even high school, elementary school for me, it was Pokemon cards, you know? Uh, we got yeah, those. Still we got those. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good day. Good times. Back when there were only 151, right? Yeah. yeah. Then the monetization <laughs> stepped in. Oh uh, yeah. Shit happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> So touching base on that, you know, you said because you were 18 or you weren't 18 yet, you couldn't buy crypto. It's almost 
it's almost infuriating to a point right now to me because let me ask you this. Do you have to be 18 years old to get a paycheck from an employer and go to a bank and cash that paycheck and transfer that check to a cash? Um, no, right? No, no you don't. <laughs> no, you don't, right? So if you go to another country and you have a passport and you want to take the American dollar and convert it to that country's currency, do you have to be 18 years old? No. no okay, sir. so why in the hell do we have to be 18 years old to convert the American dollar into a freaking Bitcoin or convert yeah. it into a Litecoin? Yeah, exactly. It's Right? It doesn't make any sense, any sense to me because it's a currency. But I guess it's because it's two-sided, apparently, you know, because of the trading factor. But there should be no reason you can't buy it. You should be able to buy it, but you just can't sell it and trade it because you're not of age, right? Yeah. But to purchase the but to purchase the actual currency, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Hundred exactly. percent bullshit. <laughs> JMO, man, JMO. It's just my opinion. I'm I'm uh I'm really passionate about it, the currency. Yeah, and I'm I'm passionate about the currency side of this because that's what it is, right? Yeah. It's just it's only speculative because people are getting into it. It's only speculative because people are adopting it as a currency. And because the more people go get into it, the more it goes up in value. But that doesn't change the fact that it's a currency, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I would say right now, I would say definitely like what you're saying, 100% I agree. Eventually, it will become a currency. Um, just right now, it's so new that it's kind of like a growth stock. Right, right. Yeah, but just the argument that you can spend it and, and buy shit with it directly and not have to cash it out to do so. That's yeah. the sheer definition of a currency, so they can't say it's not. Yeah, it's all a matter of but, time, you know. But legislation right. moves so damn slow, you know. The crypto space moves at freaking light speed, oh and legislation God. is just the polar opposite. So you know, I also just yeah. think the U.S. has like a very, like, robust history of like a kind of like getting into the hands of the consumers and kind of like preventing them from making choices that they otherwise would make. Like, for example, there's yeah. like. A lot of like control rules and all that garbage, you know, so nobody can actually buy anything. Yeah, I complain about it all the time. You know, every everybody just wants to protect themselves from themselves or or protect people from themselves. Rather, it's like, you know, I get that there's some people out there that need protecting because they are not educated enough to make a logical decision. But wait, do we do we really think uh, that that's the agenda? I mean, I think that's part of it. I think that's the agenda for sure. I think that's kind of how it started. But but at the same time, there's also, you know, big money and, and stuff involved on the back end. And there's a whole lot of other right. alternatives. Right. But it's a combination thereof. And, and there's definitely, at the very least, the facade of it all is protecting people from themselves. You know, they want you to believe that. Even if that's really not their intent, they're trying to make you believe it. And that's... Sure. Use that's what well. they want you to believe. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but... This is a very powerful, debatable topic. It is, really. And, it, you know, there's a lot, of, um, a lot of emotion that comes from people that are passionate about it. And I guess I could say I'm one of them. Um, so, you know, it's, it's all about transposing that energy and taking that passion and putting it to good use and putting it to a realistic platform. You know, there's, there's multiple different kinds of protests. And I think one of the best ones is protesting with logic tact and respect right because when you can protest with those three things people receive it when you protest with ignorance when you protest with anger when you protest with just non-information or non-factual information people tend to blow that off but when you make sense and you do it with tact and you do it with respect they have no choice but to listen even though they might not agree with you 
they have to at least listen. Agreed. Totally Agreed. Yeah, so absolutely. you have those violent type revolutions, but then you're left with the Soviet Union. <laughs> you know how that turns <laughs> Right? <laughs> so circling back, I kind of want to get into coin flip a little bit and kind of get some, some info on how it works and how people would get into setting up an ATM. Um, I know you said that you kind of first got the idea of needing an ATM um, because you were using local Bitcoins. What was your first experience like? when you use localbitcoins.com to make a transaction? Oh, right. Localbitcoins.com. I mean, it was, it was kind of, you know, freeing, but also kind of rattling at the same time. Like, it's like, oh my God, I can just walk in, meet somebody at a Starbucks and get this awesome thing. Like, that's really cool. But at the same time, it was like, okay, am I going to get off if I do this 10 times? And is this scalable if I ever wanted to recreate this? And it's not because you can't just meet up with 90 people a day. You have to have like a device that's standing there all the time to take people's transactions. That's exactly what we had hoped to accomplish with coin flip. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a good point. It's, it's, it's not really a, a safe way of doing things. I mean, like it's not the worst thing in the world, but having the ability to just go interact with the machine and have it done and, and not have to number one, the safety issue, number two, the time it takes to do it. Number right. three, a lot more effort than just walking up to an ATM yeah, it's like, are you free? Can you come this day? Like, you know, all yeah, that. you know, like it works and all, but it, you know, it's one of those things. It works, but it's not really a good system. So, no. you know, I mean, the first, my first experience on local bitcoins, I was in South Dakota in June of 2018 on a little road trip, and uh, I needed a little bit of of extra cash, and that was right when Bitcoin was kind of climbing that little that second that first bounce after the big crash, right? Mm-hmm. And we were starting to go back up a little bit, hit the 10,000 mark again, and uh, so I wanted to sell some Bitcoin, but there was no Bitcoin ATMs around me at the time because just like now, there's hardly any out there still, except for real Bitcoin. working on it. <laughs> yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. And I must have waited like three hours for this guy to go down to wherever his money gram was and, and send me the, the money to CVS. And I, I thought he was just going to stiff me on it and I was going to have to do the file a claim with local Bitcoins or whatever. But uh no, it turned out good, but man, it was a pain in the ass. It was a pain in the ass. So it would be really nice to just walk up to an ATM and grab your cash when you need it. We would tend to agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So about your ATMs, how would somebody go about closing a deal with you to put an ATM in a location in their town? Yeah, because I want to do that. Sure. So, I mean, we have a, I can get into the details, you know, like how much we pay and stuff if we get off the podcast, but like we do have a robust sales program where if you know a location that does want to host a Bitcoin ATM, uh, we would be happy to pay you an upfront payment and some residuals off the top. Um, as well, if you are a store owner, we will pay you rent, monthly rent. And then there is an incentive bonus if your ATM does really well. At the end of the podcast, guys, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot you my email address. And if you could uh, maybe email me some um, information on this, <laughs> right? So at the end of the podcast, I'll, I'll give you my email. Uh, I'll do it on the Twitter and okay. you can take that. You can take that and um, email me some information on the Bitcoin ATM because I have an establishment that uh, is interested, but I just haven't been afforded the information to be able to get them more interested, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah totally. That, totally. That makes a lot of sense. We yeah. can definitely do that for you and be happy to. Cool. Yeah, this is cool. something that we actually talked about. I had forgotten about this, but Mitch and I actually talked about this. He brought it up like probably a year ago. Um, like, hey, I want, I've got some buddies that, that run an establishment and we want to get an ATM in here. And right. um, yeah, like this is something that we, we definitely want to look into. So 
it would be it'd be really sweet to kind of kind of check it out so and you know what since we're since we're on this conversation you know johnny litecoin and i are are i consider us pretty good friends um in the crypto space right and been bugging johnny for quite a while to give me some information, get me some more stuff, right? So him and I got on a long conversation about this Bitcoin ATM thing and getting it into this establishment. So um, it just hasn't gotten to that next step until today. I received yes, my I received my swag box, right? So and I have yet nice. to open it, and I'm considering opening it on this podcast later towards the end. But all this stuff that I've been asking for, he finally granted and sent it to me and I'm like on fire about it because this is all the stuff that I need, all these tools, these little, little tools that people can hold on to touch and feel and see, right. Realize what you're talking about is real. What is, what do they send you? Well, that's what I mean. I got to go open the box. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to open the box here in a minute, but that's, that's going to be the, like the, the, what's that? The cliffhanger for a few minutes, right? Oh, if you will. Yeah. oh there we go. Awesome. Flip swag. Yeah, well, I, I I don't know what's in it. Let let me go find well, out. Well, you know if you like one, one either, and that didn't stop you. <laughs> well, no, you're right. I, didn't, I mean, if you're going to send swag, I don't think we're going to turn swag down. So no, we can hit you not. back with some campfire swag too. We got maybe we got like a little treasure. Yeah, exactly. We have a bunch of stuff coming. Nice. What's the best way? What's the best way besides tweeting and um, you know, sharing each other's stories to spread each other's uh spread everyone's awareness about who we are, all of us, and what we're doing, all of us, as far as for cryptocurrency, other than the swag. When somebody sees some kick-ass shirt, they're like, what is that? You know, they want to know more sh- about it. Yeah. Right? So, so of course, I got this. Oh, nice. nice. This is and, sick. And for it's- the people that are audio or listening to audio only right now, it's a, a shirt that says, pay with crypto with some uh, pay with crypto, baby. logos. Yeah. Yes. So that so that's that. And then uh oh wait, I got a this is a fat envelope. I know it's not cash because we don't deal with that. (laughs) (laughs) What's that shit? So okay, so I got some stickers. This is cool. It says Bitcoin accepted here. Uh we got those. Yeah, we got right. Nice. And then this one, Bitcoin, Litecoin accepted here. Awesome. And then of course I got the LEPAL cards for the LEPAL wallets. Johnny Litecoin took care of you. He did. He did. You know, I mean, this guy, I haven't, and I don't know you guys yet. And I'm sure once I get to know you guys, I'll, I'll realize your passion about this industry. Um, but I've seen Johnny's on a daily basis, and, and he's the one that really inspired me to get out there, beat the ground, and do the adoption work, right? Get out there, talk to people about it, bring it to light, let them know, feed them information, whatever the case may be. But unless we go out there and do it, they're limited to what the media tells you, and we really don't want that because it's never truth. Right. So, hundred <laughs> percent. So, Dustin, okay, so I've got to ask that. you: Have you made any yeah. progress on getting a currency symbol together for Satoshi's? You know, I'm trying, but I don't think we're there yet. But you know what? I feel like we're gonna need it sooner than we think. Seriously, I think you're right. Like people are right. talking about stacking Sats now, and like yes. people know like. What I'm thinking is that in like 10 years, when we say Satoshi, I don't think we're going to be thinking of Satoshi Nakamoto. I think we're going to be talking about the unit of Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. how, how much is that? That's, it's uh, five sats, please. Thanks. Satoshis are worth more than some currency now. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
It's a good thing. I mean, but that's the nice thing though. This, this space is growing so much. I, I mean, I just can't wait to see how it really disrupts the, the traditional fiat system. I mean, there's, there's no doubt that most governments are going to try to adopt blockchain in one form or another, whether it's trying to issue their existing fiat currency on a blockchain for a ro more robust system or a more secure system. But um, I think there's going to be some also that are uh, unwilling. <laughs> Mitch has got the pay with pay with crypto shirt on. Hell yes. He's a video portion of this podcast, I think. Well, you know, that we, we've talked about it and we're going to start it. And especially now that we're using Zoom, we're going to be doing video pretty much all the time pretty soon. So we, we could actually put, them put on that YouTube. on YouTube. I so. want this picture of Putin on a bear on there too. But, you know, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's amazing. I forgot what I was talking about, but I really don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Daniel, why don't you tell us about how you accidentally <laughs> almost mistook cortisone for toothpaste? Because that seems like a really bad mistake. Oh, my God. You saw that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the freaking cortisone containers looked exactly like Colgate. It even started with the same two letters. And I was just like, probably like really early in the morning. I just like shoved my cat off the sink and I was just about to reach for anything I could. And, about to be super, super bad. But the, literally, the container looks exactly the same as a tube of Colgate toothpaste. It really mind. does. It's red and white, right? Red and white, first two letters, where my toothpaste normally is. Like, come on. Yeah, you know, and early in the Almost morning. like, probably for not making a mistake. <laughs> yeah. They did it on purpose. Maybe they did it on purpose. I wonder how many people have actually done it, though. Yeah. I pray for them. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, what an experience. I <laughs> saw. Oh, Lord. Let's take a break for a second. I need to drink a beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've just been working too much all day. Must be, it must be exhausting to always have to, like, you know, come talking point, talk to people or whatever. Rest of your, oh, comes naturally oh, no, no. Oh, no. See, 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 look here. This is, this is called a wood shop, right? Yeah. yeah. There's no people there. <laughs> in, in, this wood shop, in this wood shop, I build stuff, and I'm currently building stuff like that. So, so that's, that's the kind of stuff that I work on on a daily basis. So, yeah. Yeah, the podcast is his only social interaction. And on occasion, <laughs> on occasion they open the, the gate and let him out into the real world for an hour at a time. God, and look out. Oh, <laughs> and, when that yeah. happens, it's on, it's right back on. Yeah, you just got to scroll back through his live feeds. You'll find the ones where he's chasing people in Detroit and they're running away from him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back in 2000. You know what Bitcoin is? And they just they'd run away. Great. Yeah, yeah. You got a few of them. I'm not trying to sell that. you anything, really. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. He actually got a couple conversations in with some people, though, and most of them were, were thought you were going to like take them home with you or something. But <laughs> oh, that one guy, man, he was out there. But yeah, it was, that was a long conversation. I think I got his whole life story, and that was oh, great, yeah. though. It was. It was definitely an interesting, uh, interesting event for sure. So that that was fun. I I need to do it again. Um, and I think next week, I don't know, me and, me and Clint Westwood are going to get into some shit next week. I'm going to hang out with him for the week. And, uh, and then we're going to the Bitcoin Ben meetup on Saturday together. You know, all of us are meeting there. So I'm, I'm hanging out at Clint's house for the week. I'm going to be working there and we're going to be getting into a bunch of shit. I, I can't wait. And I just can't imagine him and I together going to an establishment in Illinois they're probably, you know, oh, it's going to be off the hook and it's going to be live broadcast all week. So, people are waiting for that. Well, like, okay, so next week I'm working 
and Clint Clint wants to turn his place into like a crypto getaway, right? For for all of us people that are either in the family or just passing through, right? To help spread, you know, to help give people like us a, a sanctuary kind of to just get away and and have a, a, a place for all of us to meet and talk what we enjoy, talk what we love and, and meet up and, and do crypto stuff, right? And just mm-hmm. hang out, man. Enjoy the outdoors. Enjoy the cornfields and the pine trees and the wilderness and whatever else we want to get into. And I'm sure there's plenty of beer every night. But, you know, so so that's his dream. So I said, well, you know, piss on it. I'll take an entire week. I'll come out there and we'll we'll get some of this stuff accomplished. Because we'll, I'm a carpenter. I'm a builder by trade. So I'll go out there and put hammer to nail and, and put some stuff together with him. And I, I that's going to be pretty sick. I, it's going to be a good time. Where's he at? So, he's in Illinois. Um, so Peoria. Ooh, we're in, Ooh, we're in Chicago. We're in Chicago. You can well, you know what? Team. I know you're. I know you're in Chicago, and that was coming next. Was how come yeah. you're not coming to the Bitcoin Ben meetup in St. Louis? Um, so we're still going to have this conversation about that, and a- after the podcast, we're going to get into some more details about locations and times and stuff like that. Um, but I would definitely love to see you two guys there if you could pull it off. Um, even if you could make it to Clint's house. And we could all get in the Bitcoin bus and drive the Bitcoin bus down to, because he's taking the bus. So I'm down. Honestly, I'm down. Yeah, you got to come really? down. We're, we're going to have, there's going to be uh, uh, some of the people that we were talking to in the group this morning that caused us to reach out to you for the podcast. Several of those guys are going to be there. So I think it's. Um, and so they're going to be. What's they're going to be, be beer. Oh, lots of beer. Oh. All right, cool. Yeah, Clint, Clint's making a liquor run on the way down, so there will be plenty of alcohol. <laughs> so he can't not at all. That's okay. That's yeah. not bad. The tech lords yeah, isn't gonna drink either. So you can hang out with tech. I'll make sure I got some monsters for you and stuff like that. <laughs> we're, there's gonna be coffee. We're, we're bringing. There's like a lot of hodl fuel coffee coming down, so oh, there nice. will be lots of coffee. There will be plenty of beer for those who want. No beer. shortage of energy. Yeah, it's gonna don't be. Worry about that. Off the hook. So don't worry about it. Show up. <laughs> oh, have yeah. a time. Pure is not that far from Chicago. If you guys want to come to the office and like just yeah, see well, how things are, just see how it really isn't. And that might, that might, you know what? To be honest with you, that might be something him and I get into one day during the week, seriously. Yeah. And like say Tuesday or Wednesday, come up to Chicago and hang out with you guys for the day or the afternoon Please. or a couple hours yeah, or whatever. We'll take you out. Make it happen. That would be sick. Yeah. So we're gonna definitely, we're definitely hooking up after this, uh, after this podcast with some details. Please. All right. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to that shit. Exactly. Okay, so, um, yeah, I, you guys, I take it you haven't seen anything flying around about that, about the Bitcoin Ben meetup then? Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty, I don't know. Like we, oh, we, yeah, we, it's cool. It's cool. It's because, it's because Twitter separates everything. Twitter segregates things, whether we want to believe it or not, right? And based on who's following who and, you know, what's following what. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I push people to – you know what? Follow people. I don't care if you got a hundred thousand people you that follow you. Follow people because that's what gets your shit out there. Nice. You know, yeah. exactly. So you know that's a big thing. And hopefully you guys will follow me and the professor and campfire and you know see all this uh, awesome content that we like to put out on a daily basis. Yeah, of course, yes, sir. Definitely will. Absolutely. Fired up about that. I know the people in the Midwest adoption team will probably want you on the Midwest adoption team since you're in the Midwest. So yeah, you're going to have to prepare yourself for that. Yep. It's an amazing, it's an amazing team. Let me tell you. We're interested. Okay. Wait, we'll deal. make it happen. Hell yes. Yes, sir. So Dustin, did you ever get your Binance hoodie? 
my no unfortunately not oh, what not even they're closing they're closing u.s customers next month so i don't even want one anymore we're gonna get our own hoodie well I, yeah i heard they were doing hoodies yeah we're gonna get our own did you hoodie. did you fail in procuring a binance hoodie yep <laughs> no yeah but i think they're coming back right they're coming like binance.us or something That's yeah they're, they're gonna open a u.s only one it's gonna but it's just coins. gonna be the coins that they have legally determined cannot be classified as a security how long do you think they'll take all seven of them you know i don't know I, it's one of those things i'm i actually kind of almost forgot about that yeah. <laughs> and so i'm kind of glad because i still got to get some of my my funds out of Binance. I don't keep much on there, but I still have some I got to move before I get to that point and have to go through the longer, more difficult processes. So yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it at all. No. Well, no, the thing is, if I'm not mistaken, and, and here's, here's the main reason CZ, if you're listening to this podcast or if anybody does, the main reason I want to get CZ on is because we, we need to talk about this live. We need to be able to ask a few questions and, and get his responses because you know, I got a lot of admiration for the guy um, and Binance itself. I, I think they've done a, an outstanding job at being the lead. And I don't care what anybody says. You know, there's a lot of haters when you're in the lead of something. But when you build something as incredible that they have, it's cut and dried. There's nobody that can deny that, okay? And people could say, oh, there's this, there's that, you know, when it comes to crookedness going on, whatever. You know, that's just FUD in my, in my eyes. Um, I think CZ has done a lot for this community and I think he needs to get out here and talk to us Americans about what's the plan, man. What are we doing? I know you're doing Binance USA. Give us a little bit more details. Tell us from your mouth, from your mind, what's this all about and how is it going to benefit us in the long run? Um, and I, I think that's one of the, that is the main reason I'd like to get him on this, on this podcast, you know, to, to help get that out there. Um, I totally agree. Be so Right. So, so we'll see what happens with that for sure. True. I mean, the thing is that, you know, Binance was a relative unknown as little as two years ago, but I mean, now they have more than enough money to comply with all these regulations. The U.S. Would throw Bro, like why wouldn't the, they? Right? Like the most stats, buyers in the U.S. Right. Yep. And the, the statistics when it came to Binance was, what was it? Within the first, they weren't even a year old and they were already having quarterly profits larger than the Deutsche Bank of Germany, which is the oldest financial institution in the world that has 1,500 or 15,000 employees, right? And Binance was doing this, beating them quarterly with 200 employees. So don't tell me that something fantastic was, is not coming. Don't tell me that something absolutely outstanding and amazing and just empowering is not on its way. So and they and they took the lead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's under the matter. No question. Definitely. So Daniel, I got something I want to talk to you about a little bit here. What's up, boss? My wife and I have started a new hobby, more or less. We go. She'll come grab me from work, and uh, we'll go out to lunch, and we'll park next to the lake where there's this little basketball court. And it seems like all the really weird white dudes that have no idea how to play basketball show up, and they both times I've taken a picture of these dudes, random guys, totally unrelated, just standing there in the middle of the basketball court holding their phone. So I found a new love in people watching on the basketball court. I understand that you enjoy that as well. You know, you saw a guy at Walgreens with the flaming Hot Cheetos. Oh, my God, you went I super mean, far back. Yeah, that's like my – that's my life is literally finding yeah, so, like, how ridiculous they are. Tell me about um, that. What was your favorite people watching stories? 
Well, yesterday, I mean, they, I have a terrible like memory in terms of like recalling things like that, but um, like I never have like superlative favorites or anything like that. But like, I remember yesterday, it was just so funny. There was just this guy, I was, um, I was driving and I'd look to the left and this guy's car is just like covered in eggs. Like literally like there's gotta have been like, what? I'm like, who the hell did this guy fuck over? Like he just got executed. <laughs> oh, that's great. You know, what happened was uh, Bunchu was carrying his Uber driver's eggs and he accidentally threw them out the window. You wouldn't understand where that came from, but Mitch will get it. <laughs> we had we had oh, my Lord. on from the Rec podcast last week, and and one uh, one of his tweets that I found was he had to carry his Uber driver's eggs going around, and uh, it was an interesting story. Yeah, <laughs> just, um, that guy was fuming. I could even like see him through his windshield. Like I, I could, <laughs> it was almost like, like the eggs were pretty fresh. This wasn't like this happens, you know you know, weeks ago. Like I Oh, he was still recovering from the event. That's amazing. That was amazing. amazing. He was probably on his way to get a car wash and hope no one noticed. But (laughs) get there before his uh wife noticed that his girlfriend just eggs his car. (laughs) I mean if yeah, before she noticed that like he probably screwed someone over the egg his car and it's like, "Mm, who is this guy? Like maybe I should leave him. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should talk more about this. (laughs) So uh I was gonna ask you guys what your opinion is on Facebook Libra as a whole good or bad Um, i think that i feel like facebook libra is really is much farther away than we think um but honestly on my opinion is that i feel like anything about taking away power from like how much power central banks have right now is a good thing um i think that if they truly are trying to like bank the unbank um, I feel like that is a good thing because right now I feel like there's too much power that banks have in general that oh, I yeah, totally. like other corporations or it, do, it doesn't matter who it's just like anyone should like take their power away because the, because the life of people be, depend on banks right now. It's kind of like if you don't have a bank, you get like cash is not a poor man's friend. Right. So you guys go to cash checking places. They take a percentage. You, you don't get connected to like online. So you don't have connections to like the bigger ecosystem of like um, finances and like, then that will be even more expensive. Things are more cheaper online. And like if Libra really becomes a thing, I feel like it would help and it doesn't have to be Facebook necessarily. I feel like anything or like any corporation that tries to take power from like banks in general is a good thing. At least that's yeah, my- I totally agree with that. What uh, what's your opinion on like the Libra Council, the concept of having all these massive entities, um, basically operating as a government over this currency? Do you want to? Take yeah, that? sure. So I mean, I guess like the fact of the matter is, I view it kind of as like, like have you ever seen that meme where it's like kind of like Libra is the Trojan horse bringing right. in people and Bitcoins inside? Uh-huh. That's kind of how I feel. Like all these big organizations like Visa and Mastercard that you know are like part of like the master nodes or whatever it is over the Libra ecosystem. Um, that's great and all, but it's not really what cryptocurrency was meant to be. I don't think. I don't think anyone wanted like Mastercard to run a node or oversee any form of their cryptocurrency. Okay. What I do think is that you know. Um, it's a great way to be like, okay, like, what is this like little cryptocurrency thing? Cause Facebook, what has reached to 2 billion people Like, okay, maybe I could start reading about it, get more involved. And then boom, you, you know, happened upon the King, which is Bitcoin. At the very least it's excellent for marketing. 
hundred yeah. percent <laughs> at the very, very least, you know, I, I've expressed on the show before that I kind of have reservations uh, in the long term about, you know, going too far, you know, the concept of shifting power from the banks is wonderful. It really is like, because long Bitcoin short the bankers. Right. But um, at the same time, at what point have you gone too far? At what point have you created a government? Because a government really only needs uh, influence and currency to act as a government. You know, right. as soon as you have military. Okay. Yeah. Military. But you know, can you see Mark Zuckerberg out there on the front lines? <laughs> Not yet. All we need is, is all Facebook needs for military is Zuckerberg. So, you know, <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. So once you have uh, this network of entities that have uh, control over funding, uh, this, again, this only works if people use this, right? But if you have a lot of people using Facebook and, and using this currency, then you, then you have the Libra Council having power over people because of their currency. And you also have the ability of, for them to take that power away from the governments and from the banks, uh, which is great, but where does it go too far, right? So, uh, True. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. I think that obviously... You know, you don't want the central bankers to maybe lose all of their power. You just want there to hopefully be a little bit weaker so that, you know, people can make their own decisions. Right, exactly. And it's one of those things, it's a careful balance and there's really no way to maintain it uh, systematically. You know, it just kind of has to happen and there's always going to be imbalances. There always will be. And so even if the power does shift too far in that direction, you know, it'll come back one way or another or might shift somewhere totally different. And there's always going to be ups and downs, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out over the next 10 years. And if it even comes to fruition, it may not ever even exist. Yeah, exactly. True. It's not out yet. And I've always kind of wondered, what is the incentive of anyone to use it? Um, I, heard, I read online that it was backed by just a basket of, of regular currencies. So now you don't even really have a solid exchange rate to your own currency. And I think Dustin was saying it might be backed by stocks. But I never, like I never read that. High grade or for a good investment would then, okay, that is actually pretty cool. You know, then like anyone can invest in kind of something that's backed by, you know, a stock or something like that. But, but what would be the incentive to jump into something that's just a basket of currencies, which may not even be your own? Like, I don't, there's no, uh, there's really no investment incentive because it's supposed to be stable. It's not even stable though, because it's a basket of currencies that's not your own, whereas you're trying to peg to your own currency. Right. So their, their concept and the way they, they explain it themselves is they're trying to build a stable currency that may not be stable from the dollar standpoint, but is stable from like a real life value standpoint. So like their example is if you buy a coffee and it costs one Libra today, then in 50 years, if that coffee is now a hundred bucks, it's still, uh, still one Libra. Like the concept is that it's supposed to maintain a stable real world value or market value per se. Um, and the only incentive for people to use it is going to be for people that like things like Facebook. They like to sit there and have really easy options and really easy ways to do things. So they can be bullshitting on Facebook with their family, selling their crap on the Facebook marketplace and accepting payments. And the way they're going to see it is just money, right? It's not going to be Bitcoin. It's not going to be Libra right off the bat. It's going to be send money and they're just going to have that money value in mm. Libra. So it's just supposed to make it easy for people to use it. But that's where it gets scary because those are the kind of things that are really easily adopted, like PayPal. You know, just for example, people don't care what's behind it. They don't care how it works. They just care that it's convenient for them. Yeah, true. So everybody ran to PayPal and then they all got screwed and now everybody hates PayPal. Except yeah. there's still thousands and thousands and thousands of people that use it because they don't care because it's simple. And if they get screwed, they get screwed, but they don't care because they want it easy. 
So, you know, I got myself started on Libra, but it's one of those things that, you know, it's going to be great at first, like you said, for spreading the word about crypto. But I think long-term there's some, some sketchy implications if it's not, not uh, handled properly. Right. 100%. But Zuckerberg's a genius still. I mean, I got to give the guy props. That's true. It's true. I mean, he's, uh, he's not an idiot. That's for sure. He's, uh, he's interesting to follow. He's a funny guy, but he's definitely a smart guy. You know, he didn't build Facebook on accident. You know? So was Charles yeah. Manson. I mean, Charles Manson was a smart guy too. That no, no. Come on. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you got to give the guy props for what he's done. And for what he knows, but that's it. That's the only props he gets from me, anyway. <laughs> Mitch is oh, definitely man. not a Facebook fan. <laughs> he could suck win. I canceled. Well, at least I tried to cancel all that shit. It won't let me. You know how that goes. What do you, you mean? Know, you're you're never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he also bought Instagram back in the day too, which I thought was like everyone was like, "Dude, you're an idiot! Like, what, what, what are you buying this for? Like, this way overvalued." Now yeah. look what happened. Hey, you know, like you say, he's not stupid. I'm stupid. That's as far as I go. That's as far as. Oh, that's good. All right. So, did the bottle cap challenge successfully go down? Yeah, you what saw that? it, didn't you? No, I did. I totally missed that shit. What? He heard about it, but he hasn't seen it. Oh, you haven't right. seen the video? Pull it up, man! I tornado kicked that shit clean off. Okay. <laughs> oh wait! Epic. Wait, pretty no. Epic. All right, I think I seen. I gotta. I, I'm gonna get back on it. Was it with the whip? Um, it was in like a park. I started like a little like kick, like a like a like a circle kick right here, and then I okay, and then I and then it spun off into the like towards the viewer. Really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta see it. It's fucking. I I think it actually looked one of the coolest things I've ever done. Really. Yeah, you get, I'll, I'll see if you can't find it. I'll find it and I'll link. I just it. I just unpinned it today for my picture of Vitalik, but maybe I could, you know we'll get it back. Okay. You know Vitalik is is well worth pinning. True, but he's like probably a few weeks down. I think it was like early July is when I posted it. Yeah, it's not too far back. Not, not too far back. I don't post too often, so we'll see it. All right, so I'm gonna ask Duskin. Dus, Duskin. Yeah. Yeah, apparently Duskin. I can't speak today. Hey, Duskin, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna ask dustin this one uh, we started doing a thing uh, we call it the gem token and what we're doing is we're buying ten dollars of whatever token that our guests suggest that day you don't have to like don't worry if it goes to zero tomorrow we'll forgive you it's cool this is an experiment you just owe us 10 bucks that's all <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding no it's all good we just uh we just want to buy some random tokens that maybe we haven't thought about and just kind of see what uh, what happens? So, if you were to pick any token right now to spend ten bucks on, what would it be? Any token. Any yeah. token, shit coin or otherwise, I don't care. Yeah, I love Except Big Connect. <laughs> <laughs> How about? Um, I like Chainlink. I yeah. like the concept of like that's a good one. Oracleizing data and having and giving smart contracts the ability to like do more than does um, get data from this from um, the blockchain that's something that's i could definitely get behind like uh, i love what they're doing and i definitely want to see more progress from them i'm a holder thank you but the campfire is not yet technically so no, the campfire will yet. become a link holder hell yes well you know what the way i see it what i hold the campfire holds so i'm good with it but yeah we're, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna add that to it 
Um, definitely because that's, that's a great project. And I've been, I've, I've been playing it for a little bit and I'm waiting for, you know, I'm holding now and I'm waiting to just let it ride, you know, just let it go. And I think this project's definitely going to do well. So that's a very good one. Thank you so much for that. Professor, guess what? What's that? I'm going to send you 10 bucks. So we actually purchased this token. Because <laughs> the last one we missed out on, I'm gonna say here. I'm gonna say this: the last one we missed out on. We forgot it. We forgot to buy we it. Did we totally did? We spaced on it, to, right? So here's the thing. Yeah, Tezos was our last uh, uh, suggestion, and right before it skyrocketed. Coinbase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. suggested oh, to us right before awesome. it got listed on Coinbase. Exactly. And so, so here's the deal: buy it. the professor <laughs> and I, right? We have, our lives are so busy outside of crypto and inside of crypto that we both suffer mentally from, from remembering shit, right? We just so suffer we mentally, lean, period. Yeah, right, well, that too. But we, we lean mentally. really, really strongly on each other to, to be each other's memory, right? So he helps me and I help him. So now I'm focused on this coin thing. So he's going to get bugged until he shows me the purchase. Yeah, we got it, bam, <laughs> done. Right. Yeah. You know, I was really <laughs> thinking about adding a thing. You know, we're launching our website soon, and I was thinking about maybe in the next month or two adding a little page to the website that uh, tracks these gem tokens and shows uh, what, where, like, what date they were suggested, who suggested them, and when we bought them, just for shits yeah. and just to yeah. You know what would be even the smartest guy on the podcast? You know what would be even more <laughs> sick than that, Professor? What's that? What would be even more sick than that is let, like, say. Th- these guys are on our podcast tonight right at the end of the podcast or even before the podcast starts they go into our webpage and and there's already a ten dollar fund for them and they take that ten dollars and they put it on a token automatically for us and just let it go yeah but you know you just added a whole lot more programming work for me didn't you (laughs) i bet there's somebody out there that could hook us up with that programming and not have to have you do it but I'm just saying that would be a sick way of doing it, would it not? Yeah, that would yeah, be sweet. Would be. I love that idea. I'm on yeah. board. <laughs> you I know, mean, it would be sweet. Out, oh my god! Right here's ten bucks. Put it on. Put it on a number. Let's see what happens. Right. Nice, nice. I like god. it. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those things that you have to spit it out when it comes to you, because otherwise it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> minor detail. Right. Minor detail. So, so who's got the two cats? I do. He loves okay. I love my kitties. Sometimes he, wanted- he brings them to the office. <laughs> yeah. You bring your cats Paul to the office. Into the office. Um, Paul is my roommate's cat, and Goose is my new kitten that I bought because Paul is bitching and meowing all day, so I thought he needed a friend. Nice. You bought Goose on 420, right? He was born on 420. Oh, born on 420. That's even better. I got him on in June. Yeah. Nice. He nice. was like probably six weeks old. Maybe a month. <laughs> no, even a month. Really? One of my cats, I could swear, was born on 420 because he just acts like it. But uh, <laughs> he's got seven toes. Channels body. Uh, he'll lay there and wrap his thumb around shit. It's kind of weird when, when you're sitting there and all of a sudden your cat reaches out and grabs your finger. <laughs> I'm not oh, shitting you. I will, I'll post a picture of it one of these he days. You got a video of that one time. I so, see. I yeah. my, cat, my cat's crazy, too, because every time, like, she's very boisterous. That's all she does is meow i mean all day she talks to you yeah. right and it's really wild i mean just all the time well i go into the changing room to get dressed right and she she'll look for i don't care where she's at she just comes looking past me gets right in front of me and flop 
gets on her back like Danny Aww. pet me, you know, and it's just so cool. And she won't let me leave that room without petting her, you know. <laughs> it's good crazy. for you. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Like Paul is way too. He need, he's way too needy, so he needs food. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. Mine won't. My cat, the seven-toed one. I've got two cats. One is uh, less interesting; just likes to lay in the corner and sleep all day, like a typical cat. But the seven-toed cat has decided now that he's going to whine at me until I follow him back to his food bowl and watch him eat for thirty seconds, <laughs> and then he'll shut up and eat on his own. But he yeah. won't eat until I go back and watch him for a few seconds. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> The new shtick for your cat. That's funny. Yeah, I taught, I taught Paul how to sit for treats. Uh, <laughs> you taught a cat how to sit? Yeah, I did. I did. Seriously? I, video evidence. I need to see that video. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, thanks so much for coming on the show. I'm going to hit you guys up in the DM on, on Twitter and uh, shoot you my email. I'm going to shoot you my cell phone Ooh. number. We're going to get together. You guys maybe respond if you want with your cell number and, uh, you know, just I'll get me Clint and I will get a hold of you guys Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, or even before that and schedule it. Cause I know you guys are busy. So let's, let's put a plan together, come up to Chicago, hang out with you guys, maybe go have lunch and do some broadcasts and then, uh, and then have you come down on Friday and head to uh, St. Louis with us on the Bitcoin bus. I think that'd be yeah, sick as hell. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Um, also tight. Also, send us an address where you want to send some coin flip swag. We have a lot. Of, we have a lot of those. Sweet. Okay. Sweet. Cool. Do the same. Well, uh, on Twitter, so I know who to follow. Because there's two of you. Right on. Okay. Gotcha. Well, if you follow the campfire, you see both of us. All right. Oh <laughs> wait, no, you're talking about just friends list. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be sweet. It'll be sweet. Yeah, do, do the same. Send us an address too, and we'll get you some campfire stuff out. We're just launching the merch store, so Mitch doesn't have any in hand just yet, or I'd just have him bring some up there. But uh, we'll, we'll get some mailed out to you for sure. All right, sounds good. Oh, right, yeah, guys. It's been great having you on. We appreciate, really appreciate it. it. Super grateful to be on. Definitely. Peace, guys. Have a good one. Man, that was – I'm so glad that we did that. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> you, can, you can slap me if you want. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, good. So man. anything else we need to talk about before we wrap this up? I can't, I can't remember. It's just been, there's been so much stuff we've been working on, on rebranding OBS crypto. We've been working on the podcast. We've got St. Louis coming up. We've got the websites about to launch. We've got all of the swag for the meetup is almost here. I should have a lot of that before the meetup and bring in some t-shirts and bring in some mugs and bring in some stuff. Got my Johnny Litecoin box. Got some Magnus. I mean, we got the Johnny Litecoin box that Mitch has. Uh, yeah, man, we've got, I'm looking forward to everything that's happening. It's just been crazy. Everything's moving so fast. Man. We keep saying it, but it's hard not to, bro. It's really hard not to. It's really hard not to keep saying, holy shit, can this get any better? But it does. It does. <laughs> it does. Every day. Don't, Every day. I don't know. If I'm dreaming, don't fucking pinch me because I don't want to wake up. I'm just saying. <laughs> I will never this pinch is, you. Don't worry about it. This, wow. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> so. I just announced the other day that I'm sleeping on the floor in St. Louis. Thank you. So um, we're, we should be good and covered there. J-Mac, if you're listening. And um, so, you know, all these little <laughs> messages going on around here. I think uh, I think um, it's been a great night. I mean, I don't know what Definitely. else to say. It's just oh, man, been it's awesome. been a good night. It's been a good night. We, we went from uh, we weren't going to do a podcast today. So then, holy shit. <laughs> and then this opportunity showed up. Yeah. Th thanks, J-Mac, first off for right in that group and just saying hey i got followed by daniel i mean 
this would have never happened without that. So some of, sometimes those weird little things turn out to be catalysts for something more beautiful. And uh, this oh. this was a good night. And you got you and Clint are going to be going to meet them now. I mean, this is a yeah. beautiful relationship. I think. I think we Dude. need to get some ATMs out here in Montana. They've already, they're putting one in like 150 miles from you already. That's crazy. I know. I'm and stoked. I, I mean, come on, Detroit, Ann Arbor, College Town, City, you know, whatever, all over the place. Yeah, we're gonna blow. We're gonna blow Michigan up. There's no yep. question about that. Really and this happen. is just uh, sick opportunities, people. Sick opportunities. Get yourself out there. Get yourself out there and do your part. And I don't. Whatever. Put it this way. Whatever you put into anything in life, usually comes back to you tenfold. Good stuff in, great stuff out. Let me tell you. Uh, and it's just. It's a never-ending blessing. I I can't say it enough, man. I really can't. Seriously, you yeah, hit the nail on the head there. I can't say it any better. Right? And you guys, you people, you community, uh, you guys are the best. And I, I, you know, I mean every word of that. Trust me wholeheartedly. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't even be doing this right now. We probably wouldn't have had number two or three if it wasn't for the community. So you know, thank you guys. Thank you so much for the follows. Thank you so much for putting us out there. Thank you so much for spreading the words that we put out there because it means so much to us and it means so much to cryptocurrency and the future of this, of this space all over. So choose who you follow wisely and you'll be rewarded hands down. So on that note, guys, if you think about it, throw a tip log on the campfire. If not, please retweet it, get it out there. This 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 podcast is going to be awesome. It seems like they just keep growing in and getting better each time. And it's you know all of our podcasts, in my opinion, are pretty sick. And it just seems like they just keep getting better. So guys, have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Peace.